Mike, it's been quite a day for you. You've been quite a, a busy man as I finally get the chance to, to talk to you. You're the Director of Hockey Operations. How did all that come about? Um, I guess it's come about over the last couple of years. I've been involved with the Elite League on and off. Um, I spent three years working in Denmark, and over there I was working with the hockey operation side of their business and the league. We were, I was mainly the officiating manager for them, but with the last 12 months with them hosting the World Championships in Denmark, I got some extra work to do, which was involved the running of the hockey side of the event, which was successful and it was definitely eye-opening and uh, learned a lot over the time in the three years. So lots of conversations have been going on about how the league here could move forwards and some changes that need to be made. And one of the suggestions was taking someone on a full-time role to actually manage the league, so to speak. And Tony and the board knew about my experience, what I've been doing in Denmark and what I'd been doing for them previously. So it literally came around like that. So the question was, did I want to be involved? What could I do? And I sat down with them, had some conversations, gave them some my visions of things that we could, we could change, some of it's short-term, some of it's going to be a long-term, and just like that, really. So it's exciting to get involved in. It's definitely going to be a challenge. So it's something I'm looking forward to, but it's now 10.30 at night, and you're only just getting older me, so it's a pretty full-on job already. You talked there about um, discussions with the board about what you wanted to do, your, your vision was the word you used. Did you find there was any resistance initially when you, you were putting these ideas forward? Not really. I mean, everyone seems to want to drive the league and the brand forward, which is very positive. And, it, you know, it's always been the same. It's, you know, the 11, 12, well, 11 clubs this year all working together, which is great. But bringing myself on board, it should hopefully free up some time for them where they can actually concentrate on their own businesses and allow me to do some of the hockey operations side of the business to come up with the new ideas or actually implement things that they've thought about and haven't had time to implement themselves. So I've got a got a very big task list ahead of me and I've got lots of ideas that we need to do. Um, so yeah, it's just a case of being allowed to get on with something which actually benefits them and their business and the Elite League as a whole. You talked about ideas and things you want to bring in. Can you give us a flavour of, of what you're kind of working on at the moment that, that might benefit things in the long term? Um yeah, I mean, one of the big things that I've just getting involved in now is I've been working with a lot of doctors and physiotherapists from the leagues, and we've just written a new concussion protocol for the league. So I think that's based on where all sports are going with this. It's vital that we bring it in for this year. So we're going to have a concussion protocol which safeguards the players and the leagues, and it's looking after the players because we don't want players with head injuries and concussions that can be you know, life-changing things. So we're we're bringing in um, baseline testing, uh, sideline concussion testing, and mandatory SCAT-5 testing if required with a full return-to-play schedule and policy, which will be coming into effect on the start of the season. That's just one of the things um, we've done for the player safety. Obviously, we had to look at the Challenge Cup groups with the you know, the uneven number of teams. So we were trying to work out how best to do that, which I know some people probably aren't a fan of, the group of three and the other groups of four, but we've tried to work out something so everyone's on a as level playing field as possible moving forward with that. 
Um, we've been, well, I've been working with the stats guys quite a lot to try and see if we can introduce some new stats for the upcoming season. Uh, stuff that people have been asking about and people have been asking lots of questions. You know, why can't we have this stat that, you know, another league shows us this stat. So along with the launch of the new website, which I'm working with the media guys on, we're trying to see if we can introduce some two or three new stats for the upcoming season to just give the fans what they want, really. And of course, you know, it's been, we've worked together now for a few weeks now, just throwing ideas around, brainstorming and things like that. How long do you think it will take before the fans maybe start to see the benefits? Bear in mind, they're, they're outsiders looking in. I mean, nothing happens instantly. I mean, this year is the fans are going to notice some changes right from the start of the season. We've got it's an IGF rule change year, so it's a four-year cycle. And I've been in meetings in Frankfurt, Germany, with the IHF a couple of times, and with the Ice Hockey UK referees. So we've got a whole new rule book to go through. So there's changes involved there, which I'm working on working on with the teams at the moment to actually explain what the new changes are, how they're going to affect them, and we'll do something with the fans as well, something on the website to highlight what the changes are. So there's going to be some differences to the playing rules, and maybe maybe there's one or two from the IHF that we don't adopt for the league. So we're going to go through that. That I'm going to go one-on-one with all the coaches to make sure they're all prepared fully for the season, which is something they've never had before. So it's just a chance to get together, meet coaches face to face, explain what the new rules are, you know, how it's going to affect the game, what their players need to do, and the same with the referees this weekend in, in Nottingham. We've got the Ice Hockey UK referee national conference. So we've got 200 officials from around the country. I'm going to take all the elite league referees alongside Greg Kimberley, and we're going to got a two day. Well, two, two and a half day conference with them to go through everything for the upcoming season. But one of the big topics is obviously going to be the rules of the game. And of course, this means as well being a referee yourself, having done so for 21 years, you're hanging up your stripes as well. Yeah, it probably wasn't a bad way to uh, finish <laughs> off working in Denmark and the UK. I managed, you know, Luckily, I managed to do the final in both leagues, which was great. Um, I'm sure some people will be happy I've hung up my stripes and my skates and they're gone for a while. Forever, I would have thought of this day. But uh, yeah, it's I guess it's the start of a new chapter. It's hockey, something I've always been involved with my whole life. Um, been, I mean, I've been playing since I was six years old. So <laughs> being brought up on skates, really. So it's going to be strange, you know, come next, next weekend not putting the skates on, but uh, the kit's in the attic, the uh, MacBook and iPad are now my new travelling companions, I guess. <laughs> and of course, you know, you've outlined a lot of the things that you're, you're getting involved in. It's, it's a very full-on job. We know that already with the communications we've had um, away from, obviously, this discussion at the moment. So why did the job appeal to you? What made you think that was the job for you? I mean, I've always been interested in the operation side of the business it's something i've done for years with different leagues uh, i've done stuff with the elite league previously uh, it's again it's just something that interests me it's it's managing the business is how to make things better and how to how to work and it's just being able to put your spin on things i guess um 
the job appealed to me really because it gives me a different challenge. As I said, been on the ice for 21 years now um, in the top league, so I've you know I've realistically I've done everything I could achieve as a, a an on ice official for the last three years. I've been working full time in Denmark with their off ice as well. Previously, I've been working with the off ice in the UK in the elite league for the three four years before that. So I've got quite a bit of experience. Working for Denmark at the World Championships this year was just a huge eye-opener. And I just saw the possibilities that were there for things I could introduce into the Elite League that hopefully can take the product to the next level. And especially this year was GB taking part in the World Championships. You know, the experience is going to be unbelievable for them. So anything we can do to improve the league here to give GB the chance to step forwards and keep going at the top level or just give them the option and the opportunity to perform at that level. And it's just going to improve the product. Each each year I see the elite league improving. And unfortunately, there hasn't been anyone in the background pushing the operation side of the business or the sporting side of it so much because they've all, you know, the owners have their clubs and their businesses to worry about. So if you look at any professional league in Europe, they all have a dedicated hockey operation of staff. So this is just the start of it for the Elite League, I believe. And hopefully we can help take the game to that next level again. One of the, the queries I, I saw from today, and maybe it's something you can clear up here, was regarding the, the DOPS process. You know, in the past we've we've seen it as, as a kind of shadowy figure that, that oversees the disciplinary side. There's been a bit more openness um, in the last couple of years. But how will your your role interact with the DOPS process? It's not going to change from last year, to be completely honest. Um, I was pretty much involved last year, chairing the committee again, as I guess we put in the press release. So we've got the DOPS committee, which is run by a friend of mine, Lyle Sites. Mm-hmm. So all that's going to happen is on a game night, I'm the point of contact. So I'm the one that's reviewing games in the UK, watching the games live. Greg and Lyle watch them games as and when they can. Um, but they look at all the video clips I send them. We go through the game sheets. I cut the video. I deal with the, I guess, on the first level response, as we said in the press release, for everything. So... Any incidents happen on game nights, they come past me first. I send them on to the DOPS committee with all the information they need. So I've got the video, I've got the player's history, I've got the background on the incident. So I basically do all the legwork, send it off to the committee. I then speak to them to see what their verdicts are or their decisions. And then we take it from there. And then I deal with the media guys get the video guys to put any videos or press releases together and we get the decisions out. So I guess it's more chairing the committee or being a secretary of the committee rather than being involved in the final decision process. 